Good evening, everyone. It is Monday, April 17th, 2023. It is the NBA OB Daily Podcast. I am your host, as always, Adam Martin, and I'm joined by my co-host here Monday evenings, Mr. Big Marcel. Marcel, how's it going, man? I just realized, like I'm saying, 2023. Dude, we've been doing this together for, like, I want to say two or three years now. Like, it's probably the third year, right, I think, now at this point, right? Yeah, it was a long time, and I, I don't know exactly when we started. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was in my 20s when we started. <laughs> yeah, me too, probably. If you were in your 20s, I was in my No, 20s. no, I'm just joking. No, when I actually started the podcast, yeah, I think so. But, I mean, I had um, – well, Cole used to be in my host yeah. back in the day. And you did three shows, right? Uh, I, used to do, I used to do five. I, when I started, I was doing five, you know, um, the first year. That was 2019. Yeah, I guess – yeah. And then uh, COVID happened, right? And then they cut everything back. But yeah, we're here. We got our boy Glenn in the chat. What's up, Glenn? We got Antoine. What's up, Antoine? Yeah, it was a good card. We're going to talk about it. What's up, Crazy Duck? He's your boy, Marcel. Um, yeah, so we'll talk about UFC uh, Fight Night Allen or um, Holloway and Allen. And uh, good card. We'll get into that. We'll also recap PFL uh, uh, card. There was one this weekend as well. And then finally, uh, that would be. I think that would be it for this podcast. And then we'll do another one. We're going to preview. UFC, Vegas 71, Blades, Pavlovich. Actually, it's Pavlovich, Blades. I Honestly, we'll talk about that later, but I don't really know why Pavlovich is ranked above Blades. That doesn't make sense to me. It's very disrespectful for a guy who's been in the UFC for longer, who has way more wins, in my opinion, Marcel. So, I don't know what you think We're probably that. also going to look a little bit forward to Bellator. To and Bellator it. as well. There's two Bellator cards this weekend. There's no PFL. I think the first, like, half of the season is done. So, mm-hmm. no PFL, but, uh, yeah. Let's get into uh, this card, Marcel. Like I said, UFC Kansas City, guys. Uh, As Max Holloway would say, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go, let's go. Yeah, okay, so let's get into it. All right, Marcel. So, I mean, honestly, I felt like it was kind of a tough card, like, to pick fights. Like, I didn't have my best night. Um, Main event, Max Holloway defeats Arnold Allen by decision. Again, you know, I picked Allen, and it was kind of like – it was kind of like an upside guess, right? Like, I wasn't the only one who picked her. Like, a lot of people did. I looked at the staff picks. Like, they picked him. A few other guys did. So, it wasn't just me. I think it was, like, 5-2 to two for uh, for Allen. I think you picked Holloway? Or you picked yeah, Allen? I picked Holloway. Yeah, picked Holloway. Okay. So, it was like, yeah. Anyways, more guys had uh, Allen. So, I wasn't alone in this. Um, I thought he looked good. But Holloway looked even better, obviously. And, you know, Marcel, like, I don't think this was a hard fight to score. Um, I picked Allen. I had him as one of my bets. You're biased as shit if you picked Allen to win this fight. It, like, if you scored him to win the fight. Uh, and there's a very prominent journalist that had a, a scorecard for Arnold Allen. I just don't see that. You're trying really hard to give a guy a win he doesn't deserve. Um, I really like Arnold Allen, Marcel. I do think he's one of the better featherweights. But he didn't win more than two rounds at most. Um, fifth round. Although the stats actually have Holloway landing him, he landed the, the far superior shots, except for, like, the last maybe 10 seconds. Um, but I definitely thought he won that round. I think the second round was the other one that was pretty uh, close that a lot of people gave it to him. And then the fourth round as well. Could, like, it's kind of close. But for me, Marcel, honestly, like, I thought Holloway probably won the first four rounds. And I gave Allen only the last. I had 49-46 for Holloway. Again, I, when I watch these fights, I'm trying to watch it as unbiased as I can. Like, I don't care. At that point, once your bet's in, once your pick's in, it doesn't really matter. Like, what? Like, because I score for Allen, I'm going to be, like, arguing – or because I picked out, I'm going to argue that he won the fight. Like, why would I, why would I do that? You know, Not many like, I, people will do. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's actually really stupid. Like, you yeah. have to be unbiased when you watch this shit. And not shit. It's, it's a great fight. Um, I definitely thought Hollywood won the fight, man. Like, I don't think this was a hard fight to score, Marcel. Again, you know, Allen did well in that fifth round. He did well to stay in the fight for five rounds, but 
Okay. Like, look at the strike numbers, 147 to 76. And I understand it's round by round, but Max literally outlanded him every single round. <laughs> I don't, like, Ariel, think about it. Ariel's, like, the most uh, prominent journalist in the sport, and he scored it for Allen. That's kind of scary, Marcel, in a way, because a lot of people, like, look up to him and, like, look at his scorecards and, like, you know, we'll, we'll agree with the guy. There's just no way. There's just no way he won this fight. And he wasn't the only one. I mean, there's a few other people, but I'm pretty sure I made decisions. Like, was it a, was it a clean sweep? For, uh, clean sweep for Holloway on MMA decisions. How did Ariel have it for Allen? Tell me. Why? Why did he have it for him? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't have it for Allen, so I can tell you, you know. Um, I just don't see. How can you give Allen three rounds? How? How can you do that? Yeah, I, I gave him one, and I gave him round two. So gave me that's, two. Yeah. two was the toss-up for me. I was watching with my friend, and I was like, I'm not sure, like, I, but I still thought Holloway maybe edged it, you know. But again, like, yeah. I mean, all, either way, dude, the right guy won the fight. I'm glad that happened. Yeah. Just, it could have been worse. For me, oh, two it was of the like, actually had it for you at 46. I'm looking at it right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was like Max clear one, clear three, and clear four. You know, I gave him five yep. as well, but that yep. wasn't clear in my opinion. And second one wasn't also clear, but I gave that one to Alan. I thought Alan did a little bit more from from optical way of watching, right? Not looking at the stats. Um, so, man, I, th I man, I pick Holloway for the simple reason because for me, and it sounds really bad, but Arnold Allen was still unproven to me in the UFC yeah. against top contenders. And the thing is, like, many people is like, yeah, but he has a 10-fight win streak in the UFC, only lost to Masi Rosak outside the UFC and Cage Warriors, I think. But the thing was, like, in the UFC, he had a very smart way into the rankings, you know, a very smart way, like a step up, a step up, a step up. And the thing was to fight against Calvin Cater. He looked good in that, but Calvin Cater got injured. So I couldn't really read something of that fight. So that um, in my mind was like, Alan is probably he's a good prospect. I like what, what I see from him, you know, but can he do the same against Max Holloway? And I got to give him credit. He went five rounds with Max Holloway. He never was out of the fight. Yeah. He was losing, but he was never out of the fight. He, he never really he even got like rocked or <clears throat> no. You know, you just got, yeah, outstruck. Only the last, got outstruck. That's yeah, it. last three seconds maybe. Because yeah, yeah. Broke, I, they didn't but, actually count that as a knockdown. I'm not sure. Yeah. Like maybe it was. I don't know. I have. I haven't looked back at it. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. But yeah, I mean, he he. He he did well against Max, in my opinion. If you compare it to what other what others did before, you know what I mean. So for me, it's like it's not really a loss on, on Allen. It's more like he convinced me more that he is in the right spot where he is. You know what I mean. And I wasn't sure before. And it, like I said, sounds weird because he was in ten fight win win streak, but he didn't have that marquee win. You know what I mean. And he had that win against Cater, but it was via injury, so didn't really feel feel good in my opinion. And the thing is. Alan, he could man. I would have been surprised if he won. You know, definitely not. But I felt safer by picking Holloway because we know how Holloway can fight. And to be really honest, the last Holloway only lost at featherweight recently against Volkanovski three times. You know, and the last one I think before was against Connor, but that's uh, he also that's, lost Dennis Perbius, but that was a bullshit decision. I actually went back and looked I, at I my remember. scorecards from uh, 2012. I want to say. Yeah. He won that fight. The one that he shouldn't have won, which is ironic, is the Leonard Garcia fight back in 2012. He actually mm -hmm. should have lost that fight, which is crazy. Or 2013, yeah. excuse me. I think it was 2015. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's probably when I still don't, it didn't have facial hair. You know what I mean? So that's, that's how long it does ago. So, um, yeah, I mean, for Holloway, it just, listen, man, I, I heard Holloway was interested in the zombie fight and zombie was interested in Holloway. Personally, I'm not really. You know, I was yeah. I, I I like zombie against Barbosa, for example, more. But I mean, all the way, yeah. Where where is he? I mean, I was talking in Dutch podcast with with the other guys, and 
Dude, he's he's a no man's land, pretty much. You know, Jair is gonna fight Volkanovski, and people are like, "Yeah, but what if Jair wins? Yeah, then Volkanovski get a rematch." So then that's still waiting. You know, so he's really he really has to take. So he's pretty much in Robert Whitaker territory right now. You know what I mean? He has to take on another contender, another contender, another contender with no way of getting closer to a title shot anyhow, because you don't see Max getting a fourth one. And that's a, that's a sucky thing that he didn't want that second fight, which I thought he won. You know, that would have been two one, and it was. I thought he won the second fight with Volk too. Yeah, yeah, that was easier maybe for him to get a fourth fight, but now it wasn't. So for him, it's hopeful, hoping that Volkanovski leaves the division and goes to one fifty five. That's the only thing he can hope. I agree. I mean, I, th- I agree with everything you just said. Um, I don't mind this Korean zombie fight. I, I, I mean, his only recent losses to the champ too, right? Isn't it? Like, I know Volk beat the shit out of him, but like, he beats up a lot of people. Actually, again, he beat up Max pretty good in their last fight. You heard mm-hmm. of that. Um, let me just check Dumb's recent record. Yeah, he's, okay, so he beat Dan Egan before that, looked great in that fight. Lost to Ortega. He's actually won three of his last f- uh, five fights. He barely fights. That's the thing with Zombie. Like, he fights once a year now. Um, I think it's a good fight. It's like a Legends fight, in my opinion. Again, like Max is the one who said he wanted to fight. It's yeah, not like, yeah, it's not like it's fans saying it. Max is like, I want this fight. We've never fought. We're both like OGs from the division, and it's crazy. We never fought. And I was thinking, like, man, this is kind of crazy. But then I remembered, like, there was like four years where uh, Korean Zombie was out for um, the uh, military service, yeah. right? And so that's why that fight never happened. I think I that's know. a good fight to make. The other fight would be Giga. They could do that fight, Marcel. I know he's coming off a loss, but he's still in the top ten. Uh, both those guys are available right now, and um, the other option, Marcel, I, and I don't know if I if this is the fight to make, but Brian Ortega is also out there, and like they did have a rematch, fight, yeah. but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think a fresh fight makes more sense. Uh, um, the other thing they could build up a guy like Yusuf if they want to give him a push potentially. That would be the other thing. The, the um, winner of Mitchell against uh, against Avloyev, right? They could, they could. I mean, I don't mind these fights. I'm just saying, if Max wants Korean Zombie, give him what he wants. He deserves what he wants. Max should call his own shot. Uh, Adam, listen, man, I'm just a little bitch here. I, I I came up with a TKZ against Barbosa fight. Now I want to see that one, man. That's a Actually, fun fuck, one. They could do Barbosa in Holloway. Fuck, why not? Like, they could do yeah, that. I, I mean, listen, man, I'm just going to be a little bitch here. I know TKZ and Max want to fight each other. I want to see Korean Zombie against Barbosa, man. I really want to see that because I think that's a fun fight as well, it you is. know? And for Barbosa, man, that would be a great one. And for Zombie, it would be a fun one too. So, you know, but that division is is difficult. You know, you can even let's say yeah, it depends when Max wants to come back. You can let him fight the winner of Josh Emmett against uh, Ilya Tupuria as well. You know, so yes. it, it, it depends. But the thing is, like, as long as Hulk is a champion, he will likely not get another title shot. And it sucks because he's clearly the second best guy in the division. Yeah. I know Jair is above him, but he's only above him because he's the interim champ. Exactly. And actually, I respect Arnold Allen because he said you have to beat Max to get to the title. You know, in my opinion, and I agree with that. And Jair, yeah. no disrespect to Jair, he did perfect against Ahmed, yeah. but he got lucky, dude, that he didn't have. He he went to Max first, but he got another win uh, against Ortega. That 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 one uh, also got a little bit of an injury in, and then he fought Ahmed, and now he gets for gets to fight for the title. Because in my opinion, listen, man, you always agree with me on this. If the fighters got more money. On the fight, do it, you know. And with championship fights, you get more money than just a random fifth round fight normally. Yeah. But 
to be really honest, Jair versus Josh shouldn't have been an interim title fight, in my opinion. It really shouldn't have. But like again, they thought maybe if if Volk won, I guess he would have stayed in the division. I right? understand. But it doesn't. It doesn't really make sense because I'm thinking. I was thinking about that today too because listen, I love Yuri. For instance, I'll give you an example. Yuri, right? And I understand he's I love this guy. He's very, like he's all about like respect and martial arts and everything. Why did he give up his title when he could be fighting in the next couple of months? Apparently, like people are saying, he's back in the gym training now, and he might fight Jamal Hill next. How does it make sense that he gave up his belt and he's going to yeah. fight two fights later? Like, it's very weird. Again, Marcel, the interim title is a marketing tool for the UFC I know. to throw on a card to say, "Hey, we have two title fights." Because you're right. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right because really, Emin and Yair should not have probably been for that interim belt because uh, you know Volk at that point hadn't won the belt, so you didn't really know. But again, because of that uncertainty, the UFC can justify it. Um, yeah, I think we're on the same page, man. I mean, really, like, come on, Marcel. If they book Korean Zombie, you're not going to go play. If they book Barboza or or Tapuri or Emmett, whoever gets Max, you're not going to yeah. go play. None of us are. So right. the guy's a beast. Uh, the other option is moving to lightweight, right? But here's the thing. Um, lightweight's a, a different division. There's heavier mm-hmm. hitters up there. Um, we saw when he fought Poirier that, uh, you know, I know it's Poirier, right? I get it. But yeah. his reach is actually kind of short, which is interesting because you think it Max is like this long fighter. He fights at range, but his reach is actually short. So at lightweight, it's kind of dangerous. And then, of course, like, I know he has good takedown defense at, at featherweight, but I don't know if it's going to be as good at lightweight. And the thing is, like, if he goes to lightweight and loses, his stock drops. So for him, it's like Whitaker, right? Like, it's probably yeah. better just to stay in the division and see what happens in the future. So I'm kind of with you on that. Let's get some comments, guys, as I uh, see some comments in the chat. Uh, it's talking about Blake. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that in the next uh, podcast. Um, what's up, Knox? How's it going, man? You think Allen fights for the end of 2023? I mean, I hope so. This guy should be fighting more often, man. Like, I understand, you know, he's had some injuries. I understand that COVID happened. I get that uh, his, uh, his team probably wants him to be smart and take the, the right fights. But, you know, now that he's lost, I, I, I now that he's lost, Marshall, I have a feeling they're going to be more willing to take other fights. Because I think they were trying to protect his record a little bit on the way up. But now that he's lost to Max, it actually showed a, had a good showing. They don't need to protect him anymore. You know, he's, he's a good fighter. And the thing is, it's not like boxing anyways. This is MMA. It's different. You can have losses and still, you know, become a champ. Look at Yair. He lost like two fights ago. And now yeah. he's the interim champ fighting for the belt. So, or three fights ago, I should say. A couple other comments here. Marcus had Max winning one, three, and four. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought he won those three, all those three rounds as well. And I also, you know, gave him the second, although that was competitive. Um, yeah, a lot of marketable prospects have lost. I agree. But I mean, that's the thing, right? You have to see how good these guys are. I know this isn't really the card. You guys hear about Carl Robinson. I heard. I mean, I, I, it's a fucked up story. Like, clearly he's got some uh, mental health issues going on. Uh, he's probably completely broke. He got cut from the UFC. He didn't really do well in the UFC. Uh, it's not a nice story to hear. Um, I hope he gets the help he needs. I and mean, it seems like he might end up in jail because uh, it wasn't very good. Barboza, Korean Zombie is a good fight. Hey, hi, how's it going? Yeah, Max won. I mean, good good pick, guys. If you guys had him. Alan, uh, one more win. Uh, I think he's gonna have to win more now that he's lost. Um, Alan probably has to win like two or three more, but he's right, he's not that far away from a title shot. He probably has to beat like again at this point, he's not gonna get it, but you know, if he then again, Yair lost to Max too, and then he beat Ortega and got the uh interim belt, Marcel. So you never know, really, right? Because just say mm-hmm. Arnold Allen actually you know goes into his next fight and he fights Brian Ortega and, and, and knocks him out, it's hard to not to argue him as a, like a top contender at that point, too, right? So mm-hmm. Max Cejudo, it's possible. Here's the th- I do think Cejudo is kind of an interesting guy too because if he goes and beats Sterling, I fully expect him to call Volkanovski more so. I fully expect him to do that. And, I, you know, Volkanovski's going to be favored over uh, uh, Yair. Alan Ortega. Yeah, I just said that fight. It actually is a good fight. I, I would not mind that fight. You like that fight, Marcel? Alan Ortega? You like that one? 
Yeah, why not? It's possible, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. fight. And it's a Alan, fresh one. Alan gets his hand injured. Yeah, exactly. That's the other problem. I hope his hand's okay after this one. Nate, the trainer, beats Ige. Let him... Uh, Nate, the train. Yeah. Nate, Nate, Nate Lambert's right up there, too. I mean, he's not... I don't think he's ranked yet, but, like, the UFC really likes him, and they're giving him a, a nice push, I think. So, mm-hmm. if he gets fast Ige, he gets in the rankings, and then you never know what can happen. But, yeah. Overall, Mark Salami, it was a good fight. Uh, did you think it was fight of the night? Did you? Would you agree no. with fight of the night? No. Okay. I agree. I fully agree with fight of the night. Okay, yeah. okay. We'll get to that fight. I think I saw your tweet now, actually, that I think about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're good with the main event? Move on? Yeah, sure. Co-main event, Edson Barboza. I, I, I put the tweet up. Marcel was on the screen. Vintage performance. This was the classic Edson Barboza using his Muay Thai. It's actually reminding me a lot of the uh, Benil Darius knockout from a few years ago. where he, uh, That was a flying knee. This was like a, like a jumping knee. But, uh, I mean, he crushed Billy Cordell's, like, chin, man. Like, the, he was completely knocked out cold. It was just a brutal knockout. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel stupid for doubting the guy. But, like, again, you know, he hasn't looked great in his last couple of fights. Getting dropped by Bryce Mitchell. Ah, like, after seeing that, I just really couldn't pick him. But, again, so dangerous with the, with the striking. And here's the thing. I really like Billy Quarantillo. I think everyone likes him. He's a fan favorite, Marcel. But, like, his striking defense is pretty bad. You know, i got to say that. Like, now that I think about it, like, that Shane Burgos fight, man, he ate so many strikes in that fight, right? Like, so he's – even the first round of the Alexander Hernandez fight, Marcel, right? Like, he was – he wasn't doing well. So he's a good fighter, good cardio and everything. But, like, he takes a lot of damage. He's been knocked out a couple times. Or, yeah, he's been knocked out once in the UFC. But, like – Got a good fighter, but looking back at it, man, like I, I definitely was over. Not, I don't know if I overlooked Barbosa. I more like wrote him off too soon. Um, he looked great. I mean, the fight didn't last long, but he looked amazing. Go ahead. Yeah, man. I mean, um, Atson just timed that knee perfectly. You know, mm-hmm. Billy went for that for that takedown. He he said it also on his Instagram story. I think Billy is like. I didn't lead in my takedown. I just went for the legs and I did something stupid and I got and I, and I had to pay for it. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I, I really like Billy Q, you know, so uh, I, I'm really sad for him that he got knocked out that way. Um, but Edson Barbosa, man, good performance, really sharp. Uh, the way we, we are, we know he can fight, you know. Uh, the only dude in the UFC who got knockouts with a kick to the head, kick to the body and kick to the legs and even yep. got two TKOs. Yeah, TKO's by a leg kick. So, dude, I, the first car, first UFC car I saw in person, I told you the story before. It was uh, UFC 123 where he made his debut against this guy, Mike Lulo, and he beat him with leg kicks. It was brutal. Like I said, one of the first MMA events I ever saw, like ever. And I was like, holy crap, like it was brutal, man. And like, I obviously fell in love with sport, like before that, but that was like another moment. I'm like, man, this guy's gonna be good. And he also beat that tractor Oliveira guy by uh, by the low kicks, too. So he's just nasty. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> great performance, like to say, vintage performance, man, by yeah, Edson. And uh, yeah, it's uh, I, listen, man, these are the kind of guys like who bring the violence, and it's it's fun to watch if they are on, you know. Yeah, yeah. And when they when they are on, they are super dangerous, you know. And you saw with Edson, if he's on, you can make a mistake like that, you know, and he let you pay for it. And that that knee was so perfectly placed. Uh, one of one of the two perfectly placed knees of the night, you know. So um, yeah, amazing one. Just checking his stats over the years. I mean, he's had so many fights. I think he's had multi- over twenty fights now. Fifteen knockdowns, four seven against. Again, I, I still think Marcel against a really durable guy like a Justin Gaethje. That's a bad matchup for him, right? Because yeah. you know he can't eat those shots. But again, here's the other thing. Don't he lost to Gaethje? He did. Right? But I'm saying he's at one forty five now. Remember that, right? Like. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, like that at this point in his career. I think he's like 37 now. He's at 145, making that cut and looking good. 
So, I mean, again, Marcel, you know, we talked about Hall of Fame last week. I don't think he gets in, right, at all. Like, because he never is a champion. I don't even know if he was ever ranked in the top five. I think he was top ten at one point. But, yeah, actually, he was. He might have been top five after he beat Anthony Pettis, now that I think about it, possibly. But uh, I think he'll go in, like, under, like, again, we keep talking about it, Marcel. They need to open up a knockout wing, right? Because that fight with Terry Adam still probably the greatest knockout of all time, I think. It's up there, right? I would say it's top top three. I mean, it's uh, worst. Go ahead. If you have to ch- choose the the uh, spinning kick knockout against Terry Adam yeah. or the Empakasanganai uh, Joaquin Buckley one, which one do you choose? That was great, too. That was crazy. But I'd still go with uh, the Adam one, personally. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I think that was the probably the best one ever. Also, like... The, the Dan Hooker knockout, too. I mean, that was just a beatdown. We only talk about that fight ever. That was ridiculous. And then the Shane Burgos fight where like the delayed reaction, that was crazy. The guy's a the guy's a legend, Marcel. I love him. I love Edson Barboza guys. Like, I feel really bad that I went against my guy. But again, I I just thought the durability is not there. And I still think but, Marcel, he might get melted against some of these other guys, like, but this yeah, is not- Fight for him, like we're always saying, man. We're not biased, you know. We pick who we think will win and not who we hope will win, you know. And I don't say you you hope that Billy lost, but uh, I don't say that. But listen, man, MMA journalists, media people who are saying they don't have favorite fighters, they are bullshitting you, you know. Yeah, yeah, everybody. I mean, you you fell in love with the sport because of certain fighters you like to watch. You know, you're not like, oh my god, this sport. I watch. I love everybody. You know, it's just not like that. It's but true, they, but like honestly, like people ask me now, like I just get like, some of the people like you know, like yeah, in, I in real life, and they'll be like, "Who's your favorite fighter?" And I'm like, I don't really have one. Like I just love. I have many. Yeah, I have so many. I always but, like, say I have many. Yeah, back in the day, I'd probably be like, I don't know, Randy Couture, or even like John Jones or something. But like now, I'd be like, I don't know. Like they're all great. So, but honestly, we have many. Yeah, it's not. Listen, I cannot say I have one particular favorite fighter. I don't have. I have so many who I really like yeah. to watch. You know, yeah. so it's yeah. and it changes too. Like there's some guys that you know they start to do bad, and you start not you know, enjoying their fights anymore. Is what it is. Let's get some more comments, guys. Uh, Fight was short, Edson looked good. It was two minutes. That's the thing. Like, what if it was a dragged out war? You know, like, I don't know if his durability would have survived, but he looked great. No doubt. Edson Cater, great fight. Marcel, this fight sounds good to me. Yeah, why not? It's fun, I know fun you like the Green Zombie, which I like too, but Cater sounds good. That's good, yeah. Billy Q and Bill Algie. <laughs> no, they're not the same guy. They're different people. Where's Billy go from here? He's like 34, man. He's the same age as me, actually. Same uh, birth year. The- isn't it crazy that Billy actually looks like he's in his twenties? I always think he's, he's kind of a late bloomer a little bit too. Like he has yeah. over twenty fights and he's been around the sport for like over a decade, I want to say. But like he kind of came on the scene a little late, and you know he's making a late run here. But uh, he's—I don't know if he's top. He's like borderline top fifteen. You know, like that's where he is, right? And I know he's like, you know, he's saying all the right things. Like I'm going to be back and everything. And I really like Billy, and I'm not—I'm not saying any bad about him. But like at this point, Marcel, like we've seen him fight a step up a few times and he hasn't really performed right like yeah. when he fought Shane Burgos actually that's not true that fight was extremely close to be fair but even like Gavin Tucker Gavin beat him, Tucker yeah. fight wasn't close you know Gavin's I don't even know where Gavin is like he disappeared off the planet so yeah um, I mean if you can't find him in Canada how, how would I know? <laughs> right, the funny crap. thing was remember last year I went to uh I went on a vacation like in uh eastern part of Canada yeah. we were in how uh I think it was yeah Halifax and yeah. uh I, I didn't realize until after I left, but he was actually training at a gym that was like on the same street I was at the hotel on. So I should have walked in there and been like, where the hell are you, man? Like, <laughs> back in the octagon, buddy. Anyways, a couple other comments here. Um, Barbosa Pierce. I mean, Pierce pulled out, so I don't know where he's doing. I don't know. Pierce Edson is injured, to, I think. Yeah, he's got injured. Uh, Edson has a secret juice. I mean, no comment on that, but 
I doubt he does it anymore, but you know, at the beginning of his career, everyone was juicing back in like the early or like yeah, yeah like late two thousands, early you know, twenty tens. Before you saw, it. at this point, though, I doubt it, man. Um, let's see here, a couple other comments, David. Thanks, man. I appreciate that, buddy. Really appreciate that. It's a good show. All right, uh, go Juani, next get, get the last one. What Juani says. <laughs> Marcel, stop lying. We know Patty's your favorite. Yeah, he's right when I'm constipated. Yes. <laughs> All right, we're good on that fight. Um. Okay, this was one of my best picks on the card, guys. As in at Merzikana, Marcel. Here we fucking go. I picked an underdog. He won the fight. Looked great. As in Matt looked fucking great, guys. He broke his arm. That's the thing. Like, he looked terrible that third round. got exhausted. But he had a broken arm, too, and survived the three rounds. Two takeaways from this fight. As in Matt is legit. He just beat a very, very good kickboxer to improve to 13-0. Not only that, but people had questions with the cardio, and I still do. But he did go the full three and still won the fight. He won the first two rounds. So... In a three-round fight, you just have to win two rounds. He won the first two. He went three rounds with a broken arm. He's going to be out for a while, guys. He was in a cast at the post-fight press conference. I've broken my arm before. It's multiple months in the cast, and then you have to obviously you know rehab it after. So he'll probably be out. Marcel, I don't think he'll return until the end of the year, if I have to guess. Like maybe like you know October, November, December. I would see something like that. Um, he is a little bit older, guys. You know, he's thirty-four, so he's not the he's not the youngest guy, but. You know, man, like, he's an exciting guy to watch, I think. And he did drop Dustin Jacoby. All fights in the UFC, he's had a knockdown now. Um, I want to say this, though. You know, Dustin Jacoby, very low fight IQ in that third round. Surprisingly low fight IQ for a guy with a lot of MMA experience, a lot of kickboxing experience. What the fuck is he thinking going for a takedown? What is he thinking, guys? Tell me. What is he thinking? Like, I don't get it. Like, you know you need a knockout. Your opponent was tired. Your opponent... He probably didn't know he broke his arm at that point. But, like, the opponent was injured. He was... He was uh, he was tired. He was moving backwards, and he shoots for takedowns and pushes him against the fence. I don't get it. I really like Dustin, man. I, I he's a great fighter. I, he got completely fucking hosed by the judges against Roundtree, and it ruined his momentum. But this is his like first legit loss in the UFC since Chris Camozzi back in 2012. It's his first legit loss in the UFC, and I think when he watches this fight back, he's going to be kicking himself, man, because that was just really dumb. Uh, in a fight where you're down. This isn't like what's his name, Brendan Lofton against Bill Algio when you know he's up two rounds and went for that takedown or so with ten seconds left. Like this is this is just really bad fight IQ from a guy that you wouldn't expect it from a guy with so much experience. I think if he let loose, he could have finished uh as an I do think so, because the guy was so tired at that point, right? Again, a broken arm. But Azimat to his credit, you know, grabbed him, clinched him, and and Jacoby just fell into that game too. So I don't know what you think about this fight, but yeah, I mean, as I like Azimat, I think he's a good fighter. Go ahead. Did Dustin think it was 1-1 when he came in the corner? I think his corner said to him, like, you are winning the round, and then uh, the last 10 seconds were for Asimov, or the last 15 seconds in the second round. So maybe he thought it was 1-1. I don't know, man. You know, you don't know what the fighters are thinking when they're in the corner, and they're maybe not really... He, he got knocked down, so he okay, got this great round. I don't want to interrupt, but, like, let me just yeah, say this. Ahead. Like, if the round's close, your, your corner should never tell you when the round. Oh, I fully agree. I mean, yeah, I fully agree. I, I, I honestly like it when the corner says, like, we, even if it's super close when they're saying, we don't know, just go for the finish, go for the win, you know? Yeah, We yeah, don't know yeah. if you won like, this I, round. I have no idea. Like, we won the first yeah. round, or you lost the first round, second round was close, man. Just, you have to go for the knockout because we have yeah. no idea. That's what I would say to them, you know? Yeah, me too. So, um, that said, I think Asimov fought a great fight in the first two rounds, you know? I mean, definitely the first round, he, he, he tagged the Jacoby, you know? And it's actually, I thought it would have, it would have gone the other way pretty much, you know? And I know you didn't, I, I did. So I was, I, 
I, I, after the fight, I was like, I kind of underestimated Azamat a little bit, maybe in this fight, yeah. or I overrated Jacoby, which I don't think. I think I underestimated Azamat, you know. Third round, I kind of agree with you that that he went through it, you know, but I also agree with uh, with Gilbert on the Dutch podcast where we said, like, the broken arm doesn't interfere your cardio, you know, so yeah, that, that has anything to do with it, you know, but he won the first two rounds, so I mean, he won the fight. Uh, third round was for Jacoby, yeah, it was, but like you said, man, he and, and actually Kutalaba did the same, but he 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 got away with it. He went for he went tried to get him down to the ground. Let's uh, Kutalaba attacked Tanner Bozer and then he tried to get him down to the ground as well. He finished it this time, you know, yeah. but he did it against Kennedy as well and he yep. paid for it back then, yep. so. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, a couple of comments here. Um, very surprised I didn't have Beach Kobe and stand. He's got, he's got power, man. That's the difference, right? Great pick on him. Mm-hmm. It was like Asbeth's overrated. We'll see. I mean, he, this might he might be like one of those guys that kind of maxes out in that 10 to 15 spot. But, hey, I mean, if you're if you're top 15 in the world, you're pretty fucking good. What's up, Andrew? He says, Dustin has two-round cardio. Not exactly you. I mean, I never really thought of Dustin has bad cardio personally. I thought he always had pretty good cardio. Um, but, yeah, I mean – I don't know. I, I still think he should have went for broke personally. I actually think they told me he needs to finish. Okay. Andre Sukut <laughs> disappointed this way. That was the worst ever against Sean Mallory for sure. Right. I, I'm between Volcan and Span as asthma sex opponent. Again, he's gonna be out for a while, guys. He broke his arm. He's gonna be out for a few months at least uh, healing up and then rehabbing. Uh who do you think, man? Yeah. Remember, remember uh, Rashad Evans' uh, comment commentary on the broadcast about Andre Sukumta. He's like, Andre, dude, you're my boy, but boy, what did you do? That's <laughs> funny. Anyways, I, I, yeah, I mean, those fights are good. Like any of those fights make sense. Like the, the loser of Johnny Walker and Anthony Smith, you could fight them. Um, yeah, Volkan would be good because he's in the top ten. Ryan Span is good. Yeah, any of those guys make sense. I yeah, thought Dominic somebody... Reyes called out uh, Paul Craig. It looks like that might be the next fight, but go ahead. What did you say? This what's Azmet's next fight. Actually, uh, this... No, no, what did you say? How did you pronounce his name? Paul? Paul Craig. Yeah, name. thank you. Thank does, you. Uh, does Khalil Roundtree have a fight? Does he have a fight book? I don't think he has. You know no. what? If he if Khalil doesn't fight that often, if he can wait, a, or even if he fought and then waited a bit, they could do that fight because they're both coming off a, you know, a win over Jacoby. Obviously, I don't think that's... Uh, Khalil beat Jacoby, but this guy clearly beat him. I mean, this wasn't, I don't think it was uh, controversial at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think Azamat could beat a couple guys. I Because it's all matchups, right? I think Azamat could beat Johnny Walker, you know? I think he could beat Volkan. Do I think he beats Nikita Krylov or Rakic or those guys? No. Even Anthony Smith might be a tougher fight because he's very durable and has a good uh, grappling game. But Marcel, I do think he could beat a guy like, oh, Paul Craig he beats, I think, for pretty, pretty sure he beats him. So he could be some guys in the top 10 now that I think about it. But as much as I like this guy, Marcel, and I, I really do like Azamat. He's, he's got, again, we talked about, you talk, you're the one who even told me this a few years ago. You were like, uh, he's got that Chico power, right? Yeah, he, yeah. You're the one who said that. And he, and he showed yeah. it again. Because you're right, that second round, I think it was the second round with Jacoby was competitive and they dropped him, right? And he, he definitely swung the round back in his favor. So the guy's got power. Uh, let's go to the next. Oh, yeah, here's a question. Evlov and Depuria. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. That's in a couple of weeks. I haven't really had time to think about it. I have a no, lean right now, but I don't want to say. It's Evlov Matt Mitchell, man. Depuria is fighting Emmett. Oh, yeah. What am I talking about? Yeah, that, that fight was supposed to happen last week. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually happy it's not happening because now I don't have to think about who I want, who I think is going to win, yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. a tough one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tupuria, I think, is favored over Mitchell. I, I, the line might be, oh, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, 
light heavyweight division. Uh, Kerry Bosick, man, I expected more from him. Marcel, he got just smoked. Uh, you know, Kijalaba has five minutes. You have to survive five minutes. He couldn't do that. He didn't even. He didn't even have a chance. I, also, I think the stoppage was very, very good stoppage. Um, no issue with the stoppage at all. Very weird, actually. You, you thought the stoppage was weird? It looked weird. No, it was a good stoppage, but it looked weird. He looks like he had like his arm behind his back, and he got punched. It's just really weird, you know. Yeah, I thought Ion just did the right thing. He just kept smashing I, his face. I was surprised by the takedown as well. And I was like, I was watching my friend. I'm like, what is he doing? He's gonna gas himself out again, like. And then he really just finished the fight. Really so, sophisticated yeah. uh, interview fight by Kutalaba afterwards, <laughs> by the way. Or so here's the thing. He's only, I think he moved to six and nine in the UFC now. Like it's yeah. six, nine, and one or something. Let me double check. Five, six, seven. Oh, no, sorry. Six, eight, and one. Because he has that draw. It's not the greatest record in the world. You know what I mean? Um, but the guy's definitely exciting. I think this is a bad loss for Bozer, man. I really do. You know, because now he's lost four or five fights, Marcel. Like that doesn't look good. Um, his record in the UFC is four, uh, four and five now, so he's not 500 anymore. He might be in actually, he's going to be in a must win situation in his next fight, um, in my opinion. So, I like Bozer, I do think he's at the right weight class despite getting knocked out. And some people saying, you know, the weight cut affecting the chin, maybe, but I, I just the way they fought that punch, you know, they, they rocked him originally was, was a good punch, and you know, after that, it was just survival mode, he just couldn't survive. So. Yeah. You have any other thoughts? Any other thoughts? Ah, with you, man. I was also on Bowser before this fight, you know. So uh, I was uh, like we both said, he has to come through the first round, and he didn't. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I was surprised as well. You know, I like what Apex actually says: Tanner Bowser against Chris Dawkins. Why not? You know, at light heavyweight, I think that would be a good fight. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Um, all right, next fight, I guess. Yeah. Here's the thing. There's some fights in this card that I'm like, oh man, I should have picked this person ever. This is a fight I would have never picked Pedro Munoz to win. You know what I mean? Yeah, like same. <laughs> yeah, I just wouldn't have picked him to win because I thought, you know, it's a good matchup with Chris Gutierrez, very good striker, probably gonna stay in the feet. We know how these guys fight. Dude, Munoz dominated in Marshall. This fight was I don't think it was competitive really at all, to be honest with you. Uh this is a this is a really bad loss for Chris Gutierrez, isn't it? Like he had so much momentum, he hadn't lost in eight straight fights. And then he goes up against Munoz. He's just coming off a win over Frankie Edgar, coming off that win over uh, uh, Denard Bakary, and he gets just outpointed. Like I didn't expect it. I really didn't. Munoz, man, so so solid, so underrated. Still, um, he really did look like the young Punisher in this fight for once. Good for him, man. I like I like Pedro. I've always liked Pedro Munoz. He's a good fighter, man. Go ahead. Yeah, he looked good, man. I mean, um, the moment he knocked him down in the first round. Gutierrez couldn't do anything anymore, you know. I think yeah. Mark Montoya asked him in between rounds, uh, don't you feel it or something? He's like, no, I completely don't feel it, you know. And it, it showed, you know, Pedro was just better overall. And the thing was, like, I thought Chris would be better in the striking, but actually Pedro was much better in the striking, you know. Yeah. And that kind of surprised me. Um, the thing is, like you said last week as well, you know, Pedro only fought killers in the division, you know. And uh, he, got, he, he got one lone win in his last six or seven fights, I think. Yep. Got that no contest against O'Malley and, and lost to Edgar in a fight. He should have should have won, in my opinion. So, yeah. I thought uh, yep. yeah. So, for, yeah, for Gutierrez, it's a bad loss, man. I mean, uh, Munoz, I think the UFC was trying to to uh, to uh, see Munoz as a stepping stone for Gutierrez to get further in the division. And he didn't. He didn't took the stepping stone, man. He pretty much uh, uh, fumbled over it. You know what I mean? And 
yeah, Munoz did very well, man. This was really like a veteran against a guy who tries to get higher in the division and wasn't probably wasn't ready or wasn't his day. We we will see next time, you know. I don't want to say he wasn't ready because we've seen good things from Gutierrez before, but that was clearly not his day. And it was Munoz did very well, looked very good. Um, I'm happy yeah. for Munoz, man. He's a good dude, you know. Yeah, he's good. Uh, a couple of comments here. Sorry, Marcus, I missed this question. Who should Ion fight next? That's a good question, too. He's not ranked anymore, but uh, I don't know. I mean, they could honestly, they could do him against Azamat if they wanted to. They could do that fight. Again, Azamat's hurt. Um, they could do uh, they could do the rematch with Jacoby. That would be interesting because that first one was a draw. Khalil, uh, they, well, Khalil here, I think they fought already, right? Khalil knocked him out, if I'm not mistaken. Um, right? I think they fought. Against? He uh, yeah. yeah, they fought, I think. What was it the submission? Him. I think he finished him with TKO or something. Okay. Yeah, he yeah, took him down to the ground. He was like smashing his face in. Anyways, okay. yeah, someone like that, Marcus, like borderline top fifteen guy. Um, thirty pro fights for heavy, uh, thirty pro heavyweight fights for Bozer is only second K loss. I think he has fought like heavyweight like way past, but it's been a while. <laughs> Six four versus five ten. You want Chase Sherman and Chris Barnett every weekend? I guess. <laughs> did did uh, fought Manifield? I don't think so. That would be a good no. fight too. Yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. Cool. Yeah, they could do that one. Um, oh yeah, Manifield and Crew, those are two other guys, right? Like they had that draw too, right? So those they might do that fight again. I'm not sure. It doesn't seem like they're going to, but that fight was very good. What do you guys think about Keith Oliver's the Chinese guy from Road? What's his name? Um Zhang something, Min Min Yang. Oh, Min Min Yang, Zhang Min Yang, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, but I mean, has he even fought in the UFC yet? That no, guy? he was supposed to fight no. Tyson Pedro, but he pulled out. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, actually, now that you think, now that looking back, <laughs> he actually might have won that fight. <laughs> yeah, what about Tyson Pedro? I said Pedro's a fraud, man. We know this now. We know he's a fraud. What about Modestus Bukaskis? He won. His, he beat him clean, and I think that would be an interesting fight. You know, Modestus wanted that fight more. That has been. A, it's been a while now, but yeah, Bozer and actually, this fight would be good. Man. I like this fight, Bozer and Tyson Pedro. Yeah, the loser probably gets cut. I mean, quite frankly, you know, Tyson Pedro is not that great, guys. Like, dude, Tyson Pedro got so many layoffs from the UFC, man. It's yeah, they crazy. fumbled the bag in his last fight, yeah. man. Just how good is O'Malley? O'Malley's very good. He's a very good fighter. Regardless of people think about them, he's he's very good. She was never saying after Pedro dropped in round one. I agree with that Gutierrez yeah. for sure. Pedro and Font, they have fought before. It'd be an interesting rematch, though, right? Like it could it could go different. So they could do that fight. I wasn't even thinking about who Pedro would fight. I kind of feel like they're gonna, they're going to keep him in the same spot as the uh, gatekeeper, man. That's what I think. Actually, I don't think about it. maybe he could fight the winner of Simone and Yadong this weekend. They could do that I, fight with Pedro. I actually like what Wani says, man. Chris against Yanes. Why not? Gutierrez and Yanes, that'd be good, yeah. right? Because you know, now we'll know who is legit and kind of isn't as good as we thought. They could do this fight too. Umar, he's the kind of guy that would take the fight too. Like Pedro. I don't think Pedro Munoz is the kind of guy that says no to fights. I'm pretty sure he says yes to every fight they offer him. So this guy likes the fights. So do I. Pedro got screwed. Uh, yeah. Is it? Is it? Yeah, what? it's Iwan e Kutelaba or something. It, but I also say Ion always. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know. I've heard def I've heard different pronunciations. Yeah, Ion, that's the thing, right? <laughs> Yeah, I've heard a lot of different ones. But yeah, I mean, my bad. Um. Is he was going to beef up the Vancouver? I mean, I hope so. They need to put more fights in that car. I, probably Oliver and, and Darius, it looks like. So I know I know. Adam was really happy when they announced uh, Nunes Pena 3. For I'm the not going anyways, one. but our boy James Lynch <laughs> is going. He's not too thrilled about it. I um, understand. <laughs> we'll go through some of the other. Well, actually, there's some good fights coming up. But yeah, this one, Clay Guida, or sorry, Rafa Garcia defeats Clay Guida by decision. 
like I said, I really, really liked him in this fight. I actually thought he was going to wrestle more, but he just chose to. I was striking. Garcia looked good, man. He landed a lot of strikes in this fight. The, the, obviously, the takeaway from this fight is the uh, the post fight interview. <laughs> it was funny, actually. I thought I was looking. I was watching my friend again, you know, and, and I'm like, "Why is he taking his gloves off? I'm like, is he retiring? Doesn't really make sense. Like, he's still. I know he's 42, but like, he's still competitive in his fights. Like, he's not like a lot competitive. Like, he's not getting like destroyed. You know, he's not getting going in there and getting knocked out cold, right? He does get submitted a lot. But I'm just saying, like, I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. And then he was just joking about it just to get his friend a happy birthday. And Dana was fucking pissed, eh? I, I, I love that. I love that DC were really respectful. Uh, Clay, we see you uh, putting out your gloves. Do you want to say something to the audience? <laughs> I was so laughing hard because Clay actually, I think he said earlier, like, I want to fight till my 55th or something. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm not ready at all. So I, I didn't bother personally, you know? And, uh, I thought it was funny, you know, and yeah. Dana was upset. Yeah, we have a format. I'm like, dude, if you had a format, you you were lucky that some of your later prelims got finishes, dude. Yeah, because yeah, they wouldn't have even they would have had to go overrun the card, right? Yeah. So Clay Green's got 58 pro fights. So I mean <laughs> I still think he's got more in the tag. Even if he like again, he's not getting knocked out cold, guys. Like it's not like he Frankie Edgar, you know, where he's getting like he was yeah. getting knocked out cold. And it's just like you have to step away. This is a little different with Clay. Um Fight of the night, Marcel, for you was this fight, Bill Algio yeah. and TJ Brown. It did win the bonus. I thought it was a good fight. I'll, I'll tell you what my fight there was after, but right. yeah, like I, I mean, honestly, the fight went exactly how I thought, Marcel. I thought TJ Brown would gas out and Bill Algio was some of the better cardio in this division, and he looked great. And then he had a you, nice little promo at the end. Yeah, too. what did you fight. think about that? <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was it was like uh Sanhagen a few weeks ago, super cheesy but funny, right? So I like Bill Algio, man. And, and they were saying his mom died recently, like he had a heavy heart coming into this. He fought well. He's a, he's a good fighter. I, I have always liked Bilalji. I think he's a very good fighter. He's very durable. Um, he's very good. So it, it was a it was a good fight. I, I I'll I'll give my pick for fight in a few, but definitely a, a solid performance. Go ahead. Yeah, I know already. You're gonna pick Justin Edwards against Lucy Pudilova. Obviously, man. I mean, yeah. yeah, now you spoiled it for everyone. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> now I really like the fight. I think Brown looked really good in the first round. Man, uh, had Aljo in trouble. Aljo pulled through, and uh, he he turned it around, got the finish in the second round. Um, yeah, I really liked that fight, man. I think it was a really good fight. It was a fun one. It was uh, out there, like as long as it as it lasted, it was really fun to watch. And um, yeah, although. I thought Aljo would have got a little bit easier of a win than he had. He had really had to come at over overcome adversity. Um, yeah, he got the win, so good for him. Yeah, and uh, that uh, post fight speech, uh, I had to laugh when he was like, uh, "Yeah, I'm the, I, 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 some guys retire, but I'm definitely not going to retire in this dump." <laughs> it's like, yeah, it was funny. Yeah, for sure. He's, he's a good fighter, man. You know what? Yeah, Actually, he he's won a bunch of bonuses too, so he's kind of a bonus mm -hmm. machine a little bit too. T.J. Brown. You think he gets cut or get, give him one more? I guess he's four and four. They, or they give him one more. Mike, by apologies, he's three and four. He, he had that winning contender, so yeah. he probably has to win his next fight. I would guess, yeah, right? Likely. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, a couple other comments here. Let's see here. Yeah, what Knox says, by the way, that's why. <laughs> Dana's pissed at Guida as a guy in legend. I know, I know. That's yeah. funny. Oh, oh, I was just an Eagles fan. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. I'll just funny in the mic. I like him, man. He's good. He's definitely a good fighter, you know. And he seems like a good dude too. Like he seems like just a solid guy. He's a family man. He's a he's a, he's a dad like me, Mark. So he's got that dad strength. So um, Brandon Royval gets the bonus for performance. Um, just amazing. I and this was incredible. I can't. Did you pick Royval? I can't remember now. No, no, I picked Nicolau. See, I thought the fight would be extended, right? Like I didn't think yeah. it would end this quick. I mean, Nicolau's look great since coming back to the UFC, but again, second time getting flatlined in the first round. I remember. Uh, 
Dustin oh, Ortiz also did the same thing. So Nikolov's a good fighter, man, but Roy Val is super legit. He's so dangerous everywhere. Five and two down the UFC. It's funny. His two losses are the guys fighting for the belt. He uh, apparently could be the backup fighter. Yeah, um, but he's screwed. He, why? He, he's going to be the backup fighter. So let, let's say uh, both guys fight. You know, right. he has no fight. Yeah. He cannot fight Figgy because Figgy is lightly fighting Cap. He cannot fight uh, with the other uh, high. Uh, he cannot fight Kai Kara France because he's fighting Albazi. You know, he recently fought Snell. Thorak is fighting Snell. Everybody over there is matched up in the top 10. Only Alex Perez isn't, but he isn't coming back soon because he is still uh, recovering. Mm -hmm. You know, so he's fucked, you know, at, at this moment. He can be backup fighter, but backup fighter pretty much means making weight, get some extra money, yeah. and hoping that you get the fill-in spot when somebody drops out, which is not very likely to happen. Yeah, I, I don't know happen. why he's pursuing it so much. Like, I'm kind of with you. Like, he should be asking for a fight in that card instead. Mm -hmm. Like... If anything, Marcel, the UFC maybe should have waited to see what happened here before they booked that cop and figgy fight. Although, like, I, I like that fight. I do like that fight. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I like cop a lot, but now that I think about it, Royville's probably more deserving of fighting figgy. Oh, right? for sure. Yeah, for so sure. They probably should have waited another week to... I don't know if it's been officially announced. Anyways, it's not but... officially announced, but that it's it's been agreed by both sides. It's a yeah. good fight. I don't mind that fight. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I kind of agree with what you're saying. Um, but yeah, Royville looked great. Um... All right, my pick for fight and I mean, eh, you know, again, Marcel, like, I have a soft spot in my heart for these guys, especially Ed Herman, but uh, this fight was a fucking war, dude. It was a fucking war, which is exactly what I expected from any Ed Herman fight. I mean, uh, we'll talk about the retirement and everything in a second, but, like, Ed Herman has been in the UFC since 20, 2006. It's 2023 now, 17 years in the UFC. Um, he has had so many good fights over the years. He is so fucking tough. He's one of the, I think he's one of the toughest guys to ever fight in the UFC, Marcel. To last that long and to be in so many fights where he's taking extreme amount of damage and to last this long and do a sport. And he wasn't even knocked out cold. Like, he got finished late in the third round, right? Like, was uh, just he was just exhausted and, and comedy was just pouring it on, but wasn't knocked out cold. Really, the only time I think he got knocked out cold was, I guess, Brunson and then Krylov. That's it. That's it. In, like, what, 30 fights or something? Like, one of the toughest guys to ever fight in the UFC. I, I got to give Zach Cummings credit here, too. He's won three. He's won in three different weight classes in the UFC. Like, not many guys have done that. I know, like, Vitor did that. There's a few other guys, but not many guys. Like everyone's like, oh, John, like again, John Joe's double champion, Cormier double champion, all these double champs, right? I get it, but like there is something to be said about winning in three different weight classes. That's very impressive. Zach Cummings actually had a very good career, Marcel. 10 and 4 record in the UFC. That or yeah, 10 and 4. Solid. Very solid, you know. Um, I almost was like, man, I don't think he should retire because he looked fucking great. Like, this was probably his best performance ever, maybe, Marcel, to be honest with you. Like, he looked amazing in this fight and I get it though, right? Because he's getting up there in age and he's got a young child he wants to spend time with her, right? I get that. But I'm just saying, I thought he looked phenomenal in this fight. One of his best performances. Don't blame him for him hanging up. Because again, a lot of guys will hang it up too late, right? This guy reminds me of like when Chris Lytle beat uh, Dan Hardy and he hung it up after he won that fight. Like kind of like a journeyman type guy. I love Chris Lytle, one of my favorites too. And then retires after a win. Not many guys get a chance to retire after a win. That's the thing with Ed Herman here. Had to retire after a loss. Um, I, I, but like I said, I love Ed Herman. I will say, there's a few other things about this fight I want to say. Uh, first, with Ed Herman, you know, he's done with the UFC, his contracts over and everything. I wouldn't be surprised, guys, if he does end up in bare knuckle fighting. I could see him there. I, I He's the kind of guy that makes sense for that, Marcel. And I'm not going to, I probably wouldn't even watch it to be honest, because I don't watch bare knuckle really. But like, you know, they might throw a bag at him, man. They could. Mm -hmm. I could easily see that happening. He's not going to fight in the UFC again. Also, I gotta give Dana White credit. He gave them each fifty thousand dollars. That was very nice of him. He didn't have to do that. 
Um, everyone always shits on Dana, including us here on the podcast, Marcel, about being cheap with the bonuses. He actually gave out an extra bonus on his card to uh, mm-hmm. one of the fighters, and they gave out th- this. this. And I, I'm kind of disappointed they didn't announce it as a coat, like two fight of the nights, right? Because mm-hmm. they ended up giving the money. But I guess they didn't because it, I guess it's under the table money, man. Like, I don't know if, like, they might have slipped them a, like a check or something. Like, I don't know how they do it. Like, it wasn't, I guess, as legit. It's like a, one of those locker room bonuses. And a lot of times people say, like, that's because they don't like, report it or something for taxes. I don't really know how it works. Again. The state's a little different, I guess. But, anyways, I'm glad Dana did that. About the fight itself, it was a fucking war. Here's the thing about Ed Herman. Like, yeah, he landed the illegal up kicks, uh, but he doesn't care because it's just points. Like, he didn't lose the fight, he didn't mind. It was like a timeout for him, Marcel, to get his breath back. It's kind of funny. That's how he gets a timeout. Um, but yeah, and then the last thing I want to say about this fight, the the the, the post-fight interview by both guys, uh, beautiful, beautiful stuff. Like, probably one, I think you even said this yourself, like, one of the most beautiful moments I've ever seen in MMA. I mean, this is a brutal fucking sport where people go in there, to, like, your job is to hurt your other opponent so bad they can't continue, guys. Like, that's your job. But the amount of respect shown between these two fighters, the amount of respect shown by DC giving Ed a hug, Ed sitting there crying. Dude, I was crying. Like I said, one of my favorite fighters ever. The announcers were crying. Brendan Fitzgerald, Disting, everyone, like, the arena was probably teared up. It was beautiful, man. It was fucking beautiful, Marcel. It was fucking beautiful. I loved it. Sitting there, them sitting there, you know, holding each other's heads on the ground. Oh, man. It really got to me, Marcel. That's one of the purest moments you'll ever see in the sport. Two true martial artists. I I, I I really like this fight, man. I like everything about this fight, dude. The little up kicks aside because, yeah, it's stupid. But, again, Ed's a, he's just trying to game the system. It's like that Mike Rodriguez fight. He took timeouts in that fight, too. Yeah. The guy's ridiculous. Anyways, I think I said enough, man. But I, I loved it. Give me your thoughts on everything, man. Well, it was a fun fight, man. Uh, I'm not taking anything from either way, but it was kind of one-sided, man. Cummings was really much better, in my opinion. But Ed is so tough, you know. <laughs> You can you can hit him you can hit him with the kitchen sink like you guys always say he, he won't go down you know, and he's so tough, um, and that kept him in the fight because I think many people wouldn't be in that fight anymore after the first round because Cummings landed so much, um, referee didn't put him back in in, in the same position twice. Oh, that was the other thing. Yeah, fucking idiot, eh? Like honestly. <laughs> What a fucking idiot. Who is this rep? This guy's a moron. What's his name? I gotta see his name. I don't know. The Wayne, on... Wayne Best. Ugh. We'll talk about the judging in another fight, but this guy didn't do a good job in this card. I don't think. Because, like, Ed, like, Ed, Zach lost his position and did, the point wasn't taken away the first time. And the second time, you got a point taken, but he lost his position. So, yeah. really yeah. weird. So, keep going, keep but, going. But yeah, fun fight, you know, uh, and much more fun fight than I expected to be really honest, you know, not yeah. gonna lie. Uh, yeah. I remember when uh, when I posted this on on Twitter, people were like, "You got that Jumanji uh, gif? Where where? Uh, what year is it?" <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you know exactly what I mean. Yeah, that's jokes. That's jokes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but, it's more yeah, like it a 2012 fun... fight or something. 2010, right? Like, but man, go ahead, Marcel. I want sorry. I want to hear your thoughts. About I mean, that. I really enjoyed that fight, you know. And even if my dad tells me like that was an amazing fight to watch, then you know more. If he enjoys it, it's it's a fun fight. You know? What about the the, the post fight? Oh, that yeah, of course. You know, uh, it, it's it's nice to see two guys going out uh, to get together, sharing a nice moment. Has that ever know? happened before? I can't think. Of I, it. I, I people ask me as well. I can't remember it. You know, I don't think you guys ever like not in the cage, anyways. Like, there's no, no doubt. So it was beautiful, man. Yeah. Uh, 
saw some people calling it a sloppy fight. Okay, it wasn't the most technical fight, but these guys oh, they bro. put their hearts on the line in this fight, so I don't mind that. You know, more so like listen, man, well, Cummings look technical. Cummings look fucking good. Did he look yeah. good in this fight? I agree, man. And there were like there were worse fights on this card, man. If you were talking oh. about the technical and, and that oh, kind of stuff, you know. So I I think it was a was a fun fight, and it was mu- it was much more fun than I expected yeah. to be uh, to be honest. So yeah, it was I enjoyed myself, you know. All right, let's get some comments here. Uh, oh, sorry guys, I missed some comments about Royal. Uh, Royal's heart. He's he's a great fighter. He's dangerous everywhere. Royal and Cap when Figgy pulls out. Yeah, when Figgy misses weight. <laughs> Helwani Sun was earlier. I'll ask you guys was the last backup fighter. I don't know if anyone ever has. I, I can't think of one. Oh, well, I guess he wasn't a backup, but TJ Dillashaw fought uh who was it, Marcel? Joe Soto. Joe Soto, right? Who yeah. pulled out that day? Do you remember? Uh, it was just Joe Soto. Uh Barrow pulled out, and I think yeah. Joe Soto was supposed to fight Birchak. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So I guess he technically wasn't the backup, right? That, so. that was actually awful because uh, Soto was supposed to fight Burchak. Burchak didn't get a fight, and Burchak got robbed in his house when he wasn't at home. So that was oh, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah that's so. kind of a tough, uh, tough one. Uh, also, we had uh, Al Ayaquinta uh, falling, uh, uh, falling in for um, well, I said Khabib against was supposed Felder? to fight no, Max. No, Khabib, yeah, that fight. That there was a lot of pullouts in that fight. Yeah, the whole week was fucked up with the Connor thing. Glenn, I agree with you. The Sam's, um, listen, the like, the to me, I kind of laughed at it because it's just they weren't really the hardest kicks. Obviously, you have to, yeah, you should have <laughs> taken two points. You should have. Well, they weren't, Marcel, like, they weren't they the were, hardest up kicks. No, but they were on purpose. <laughs> they were. He was trying yeah. to get a break. <laughs> he was tired. But, but points are even taken both times, right? I think should, so. should we, yeah, for, for sure. But other, other topic, should we stop? Uh, should we, uh, change the rules and Allow these 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 up kicks, man. I mean, uh, yes. I mean, fuck yeah. I love yeah. up kick knockout. Um, the other, I thought you were gonna say the rule is like I think they should start them in the, the ground position again, or it, yeah. it could, you can leave it up to the fighter who's fouled can ask them like, what do you want to do? Yeah, right? for sure. I, I'm with that. Yeah, yeah. Or you ask for a corner because maybe their heads rocked. I don't know. Like, yeah. but I think they definitely. Why would you give the? <laughs> think about it, Ed the first time. He got to stand back up, Marcel, and got to like he had a chance to knock him out potentially. You know what I mean? Otherwise, he's on the ground. I don't know. He actually, he threw out some nice armbar attempts, like he did, but he was never going to submit uh, Zach Cummings. He's not Gunnar Nelson. Boston Hall want to be a backup thing. I think it's dumb because you, I think they pay him twenty thousand. I'm pretty sure that's what it is, Marcel. I think it's twenty k. It's not bad. You don't have to actually fight potentially, and then you could get a bag if you fight. But like, you wouldn't even know who you'd be fighting until the day before, and that's your. And if you lose. You'd have to wait a while to get another title shot. So I think I get why they bring them in because it's a pay per view. Like they can't have, they can't risk having the, the fight fall off because it's happened, right, Marcel? But mm-hmm. for me, it's like not something you should be striving for. And I really like Brandon Royal, but like he shouldn't, he should be like, I want to fight in that card. And in case they pull out, I want to take the title shot. That's what I would say if I'm handling his management, but I'm not. So, Grillo, what's up, man? Thanks again for uh, giving us the uh, the art for the uh, podcast, my friend. I really appreciate it. I know Marcel uh, feels the exact same way. Yes. Um, couple of comments. Pavlovich was oh, sorry, but, uh, yeah, Pavlovich. Oh, I can't click on this thing. Pavlovich was the backup, not fighting Jones. True. Post fight, beautiful. As well. <laughs> was his mama had bridge. Was his mama? Was his friend? One can appreciate your passion for the sport. I'm cool stuff. I love it, man. Again, like I love these guys that are like legends you know like i and again ed's not going in the hall of fame but to me he's like he's got a soft spot for her you know cop chaos figgy who's next to the belt what about cough i mean we'll have to see because again if if uh you know if moreno wins i mean or if yeah pantoja wins you never know like it depends on the fight goes depends on the fight goes 
Holloway was a backup Ferguson. I quit taking points back. So that's what happened. Yes, sir. How many languages do I speak? I mean, I just speak English. I know a little bit of French, I guess, because that's what you have to learn here. But I know Marcel learns knows uh, what Dutch, English, French. You know? No, German. German. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, a couple. Of, let's cut through the other fights quickly, Marcel. Um, Daniel Zohubri looked great. Do you think Jason Herzog should have stopped the fight in the first round? Could stop, but the thing was, Renata was reacting to everything Jason Herzog said, so it was a good, it was good that he let it go. And the thing was, like with Zellhuber, I was like, dude, you're not gonna fade again, right? But uh, he picked it up, dude. He looked good, right? Round. Didn't he? Yeah, third round, second round, not so much, in my opinion. Third I thought round, he lost he second round, I, yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought it was first round, could 10 8 possible, yeah. yeah. yeah I think it was borderline 10 8, but. I don't mind it, you know. Yeah, it wasn't like a clear 10 8, but it was it, because he only dropped it once. But that he landed like 40 punches, I think, or something in that first round, mm. wasn't it? Something like that. Uh, 40 exactly, yeah. So, <laughs> Denise Gomes, brutal knockout. Marcel, I think she got robbed of a bonus. What do you think? Yeah, I agree, and definitely because many people, including ours, too, were on Bruno Brazil here, you know. And, oh, I know, I know. Yeah, and she, I, remember, terrible, I, think, I think you DM'd me. You were like, dude, and I was like, yeah, terrible. <laughs> we she, were looked, exactly she, looked, she looked bad, didn't she? She just looked bad, right? Yeah, and, and Denise Gomez, she was so, uh, how do you say that, so atta attacking uh, and uh, aggressive, you know. Yeah, yep. she and, uh, I, I, Many people were, uh, were calling her uh, like uh, – uh, evil Andrash, but I actually like what Vince Morales said. He says evil Gadelia. She actually looks more like evil Gadelia. Yeah, she actually kind of does like Claudia a little bit. He's got that, that neck tattoo. Yeah. Um, who do you think she fights next? I'm actually kind of intrigued by her a little bit. How about Loma? Or did she already follow Loma? Loma. Loma. Sorry, I just think about that fight. My bad. Sorry, sorry. Why did I say that? Because they just fought. Look at a dumbass. Although it was a good fight. Yeah. Actually, looking, looking back, it was a good fight. Who was I thinking about? There was someone else. My bad. Uh, I got to pull up the list of fighters here. My bad. <laughs> yeah, no problem. No problem. Uh, brain fart. Of fun. course, that happens. Right, Marcel? All right. Uh, you know what okay. a fun fight would be? Um, that, the, the, Euro? Could they do that one? Yeah, but I, I'm thinking about. Uh, or it's at, one, it's at 125, I'm thinking about. The, 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 Me the Mexican girl. She's 125, right? Smelly? Super smelly? No, not smelly. Uh, Horegi. <laughs> oh, dude, that's the fight, right? Yeah. Yasmin Horegi. Dude. That would be a good fucking fight. I mean, I think you guys agree. The other one would be the winner of Lucindo and Brogan Walker. If she, if Lucindo wins, another good young fighter, right? Yeah, um, although that fight is at 125. What about, what about this fight? A girl that's very tough, Sam Hughes. Yeah, I like fight. that as well because I think Sam Hughes is a girl you got to fight. She's so you, you got to be yeah. on, on your, uh, you got to be shot for three rounds if you don't yeah. take her out. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, I agree. And then what was the other one? Um, yeah, there's a few. I mean, there's a few that are definitely interesting. Couple comments here. Brazil looked horrible. Octagon Jader's overrated. Probably, probably a bit of both. I mean, she's not as good as we thought. You know, Marcel, like obviously. Um. All right, a couple other fights really quick. Gaston Balanos defeats Aaron Phillips. How did you score this fight? Um, I'm gonna be really honest with you here. I didn't really pay attention enough to score the fight, but uh, I, I felt like Phillips had the better. Uh, back takes and the ground game. That's Bilano the thing, like that third round, Marcel. I know Bolanos landed more. I get it, yeah. but guys, like we'll talk about the whole damage debate in the first fight too. But if again, the official rules say effective striking and grappling. It doesn't mm -hmm. just say striking, and you're really falling down a rabbit hole, Marcel, when you completely ignore grappling. Because yeah. yeah, the guy got you know he landed some good strikes in the third. I'm just saying the third round. But Aaron Phillips had his back for like what two minutes? Like that is a dominant position. Like and he was going for it, and he was doing a little bit of damage too. To me, he swung it back, but I still thought Blanos won the first two, so I, I gave it to Blanos, you know. But it was competitive. 
I just don't really agree with 327. And then the last fight, Marcel, let's talk about this decision. Jocelyn Edwards defeats Lucy P- Lucia Putuloba. First off, I was watching the fight and I looked at the odds live. Minus 20,000, guys. Minus 20,000. That's giving her like what? 99.99999% chance to win the fight. Um, you never know with these fucking judges and, and look what happened, right? That's the, that's the danger there. But here's the thing. Like, I don't think this was a hard fight to score. And like all three of the, all three of the judges, I think, scored it wrong, personally, Marcel. All three of them, which is fucking scary. Here's the other thing. All these judges had no experience. Why are they why are they fishing a UFC caliber fight? These guys should I know they're like, oh, they work in the regional scene. Why? Because P- Pudelova is opening up the show that she doesn't deserve a better judge. Come on. Yeah. Um and, and Edwards, I should say for for her part. Jocelyn Edwards must have a horseshoe up her ass for herself because she keeps winning these close decisions, dude. Three in a row now that a lot of people thought her opponent won, right? The Kim fight, a lot of people thought Kim won. Even Pasquale, a lot of people thought Pasquale won that fight. So, you know, Marcel, like, I, I'm not sold on Edwards at all. I'll just say that right now. But it's not her fault she got the decision. I just, I'm disappointed with the judges because second round, yeah, uh, Edwards. Third round, uh, Pudelova, right? But Marcel, that yeah. first round is, is I think it's Pudelova. I think Pudelova yeah. wins that round. Yeah. And Oh, sorry, I got her mixed up. Sorry, guys. The third round was Edwards. Sorry. Yeah. The second round was Pudelova. Pudelova won the yeah. round one and two. Now, yeah. I will say this. The first round was competitive, right, for the most part. But then, like, the last minute or two, Pudelova, like, moved into these really dominant positions on the ground. She was landing from the top, and it swayed the round back to her, and she deserved to win that round. And it is fucking awful that none of the judges scored for her in that I think round. everybody on MMA decisions had it for Pudelova, that fight. So, um yeah, I mean, oh, <laughs> we keep having this every week, you know, and the I, I saw Edwards posting on our Instagram today. She was like, listen, guys, I got a lot of hate comments and stuff on my DMs from people. She's like, I'm not going to reply to it, but it's not my fault. I got the decision. And I told Pudilova after the fight, immediately we can do a rematch. So, okay. uh yeah, I mean, fair enough, you know. They could do, and, they uh, could actually do rematch. Yeah, why, why, why not? No, no, let's don't do it in LFA. But um, you know, uh, I mean, it it was like it was a bad decision, you know. I, and I, I didn't watch it live. I had to watch it back, you know, for the simple reason that I watching I was watching Cage Warriors before as well, and it uh, overcrossed each other a little bit, so I, I missed it in the first. Right. So I, I watched it back, but a friend of mine. Uh, he was like, dude, this is probably one of the worst robberies I've seen in a long time. So uh, I watched it back, and yeah, it was a bad one, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Um, let's get some comments to put it. This decision was resolved the whole damage over control conversation, which I think yeah. started after home beer. I mean, it's been going on long before that, though, to be fair. Uh, but it, I agree. It I mean, like, me. you're running, it's a fucking, it's, this isn't kickboxing or boxing. Like, it's MMA, ground. Here's the thing. I agree. When like when you're just laying and praying, laying in someone's guard, like not doing any damage, not moving position, I get that. But like when you're moving to full mount, like Pujolova had Marcel, when you're moving to side control, when you are throwing strikes from the top, that's big. You know, when you have back control, like the Aaron Phillips guy had, those positions are big, right? Those three positions: mount, side control, and back and back control. Marcel, they're big positions, and they deserve to have more credit taken for them. Especially when I get it, damn it, I get it. Like here's the thing. Edwards didn't like drop her and like you know almost finish her or something like that. She landed a little bit more strikes, but did she really do that much more damage? I don't think so. And because of that, I do think you push that grappling up a little bit more. 
I don't know. It's, it's the, some of these schmucks on Twitter, you know, who are like, um, who are acting like they are like the uh, the official officials of scoring, you know, and they're like, so yeah. God's gift to scoring. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, wrestling and control do doesn't get scored. You know, and yeah. that maybe those those amateur—I don't want to say amateur judges, but these, uh, how do you say that? These uh, newer judges who are aren't familiar—they're probably also reading Twitter. You know what I, I mean? Like, how long are these judges? Like, how, how long have they been watching May? How long have they been sport no fighting? I don't know. Maybe the two years. Maybe since COVID. Who fucking knows? Yeah. It's scary though, right? It's scary. Like this was the uh, first fight in the card too, which is scary. You know. Yeah. So I, I, the fighters coming after them probably would have been like, "Holy shit! I need to finish my fight." Like you never know. Now, here's an interesting comment from Andrew. Andrew, respect. Uh, don't agree with you here, but I want to read your comment anyways. He said, my hottest take ever. <laughs> okay, so fair enough. He's admitting it right away. Scored Edwards live as well. I thought the damage in the first half of the round was far greater with the control of who you have. Okay, so I actually kind of agree with what you're saying a little bit in that the first half of the round, I was even, I, even, even in our uh, group chat, I was like, man, she's just like laying and praying. But again, it's a five-minute round, and that last, I think, was like two minutes where she moved into some dominant positions on the ground and started landing from the top. To me, that, that swung the round back in her favor. I do agree that the first couple minutes, Edwards was actually looking decent, especially on the feet, but on the ground, it was a different story. You know, Edwards is good striking, man. I'll say that too, Marcel. Very good striking, you know? But uh, the ground game is just not there at all. Um, grateful dude hated the, the scorecard. Juan hates the new damage over control judging. I mean, first off, everyone keeps saying it's new. It's not fucking new. It's been around for a few years now. It's not new. I'm not saying you, Juan, but everyone's like always like on Twitter, like, the new scoring rules, the new judging criteria. This is not new. This has been around for a few years now. It's not brand new. It's not like it happened, you know, a few weeks ago, a few months ago, even last year. It's been a few years. Um, I do think that it was a necessary thing to put into the rules because, uh, especially in the early 2010s, you had a lot of lane prey fighters, Marcel, that would just hold the guy down, and, and a lot of guys were winning that way. It was not fun to watch. They had to. It's kind of like baseball, right? Like in baseball now, they're changing the rules to make it more exciting. They had to kind of do that in MMA too because you had guys just pulling someone to the ground for three rounds and winning a split decision or whatever, right? You don't want that necessarily. But again, when you're moving into dominant positions, when you are using those positions to, to land strikes, that sways you uh, the round, in my opinion. In a fight where, you know, the striking is competitive. A couple other comments. Uh, Joe hated the decision. Thought, or sorry, you said he's got a gift. Excuse me. <laughs> I read Juan and Joe's comment at the same time. Uh, they won't do a rematch. I, I do think Dana, I think someone asked him if they're going to give her uh, like their win bonus. They should. But I doubt they will, Marcel. Personally, I doubt it. But they should. What did she make? Twenty thousand, maybe. It's not yeah, much. something like that. I would think. Yeah. What did she? Okay, actually, did UFC two seventy eight have salaries? I think it did. Maybe like, right? That card in Utah. Oh, it did. Yeah. Let me see what she made. Hold on. I think she made twenty and twenty. Uh, let me see a Pudlova. Twenty three and twenty three. Come on, they can give her an extra twenty three grand. That means nothing. That's like a hand of blackjack for Dana, dude. And and she missed weight. She was a fighter that missed weight more so after yeah. twenty percent of her purse. So Word. yeah. Anyways. Yeah, we have to fucking wait for thirty minutes, especially for her. <laughs> and I messaged you and I was like, dude, she's gonna miss weight. I think she's you, gonna come in at one thirty seven. I called it. Did I not predict it? Tell them. Tell the people. Yeah. You called it perfect. <laughs> I think she no, she came back and took her. Yeah, one thirty six and a half, yeah. The other one was weird. I think Matthias Nicolau, Matthias Nicolau, he stepped on the scale at one thirty seven and then you oh, saw sorry, one twenty seven. Took his underwear off and was one twenty six. It was you saw like, did, did you saw the thing moving where the box moving? I think so he was holding on. Yeah. Must have been because I'm like, how did he lose a pound by taking his underwear off? Like, yeah. what's he wearing? Like, steel underwear? Like, what the fuck? So that was kind of crazy. Yeah, um, he has to. He has to from Luana. She doesn't go anywhere with him without the steel cup on. Oh really? <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> 
Luana, man, she looked good too. Her hair looks really nice, by the way. I like Luana, even though I don't think she won her fight. <laughs> um, you have anything else to say about this card, man? I mean, we went over oh, really. an hour here. It was, a good, it was a good card. It was a good card, right? Like, yeah, overall? it was okay. I give it the seven, seven Fair and enough. a half. That's what you give? You? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I kind of agree completely. I would give it like seven and a half. I mean, that's mm. a really good, fair score for this card. We always give our score after the cards. Um, Let's get some comments here on PFL. We're actually going to go talk about PFL right now, Mark. So let's get into it, Marcel. I do want to talk about this card with you. We'll just do it briefly. Uh, PFL 2023 recap here, guys. I I think that they fucked up with the matchmaking here. Like, Shane Burgos oh, is an that. exciting striker. You could have given anyone in the card, including Clay Collard was right there. That would have been the fight of the year, maybe. And they can still do it next. I get it. But, like, you gave him the hardest grappler. They gave him the champion right off the bat after you signed in this massive deal. He could have fought this Yamoto, uh, yeah, yeah, Nishikawa guy. Very durable yeah. dude, obviously. You know, not a bad young fighter, but like he would have beat him. So he gets the hardest path. And now, Marcel, he has to finish his next fight to get into the playoffs now. He has to. He's in a tough spot. They're probably giving that guy, to be honest, they might give him him to try mm-hmm. to finish him. I can see the matchmaking. The more I think about PFL, I, li- I, I do like the concept about, you know, tournament earning it. I, I think that, you know, they're doing some really good things, you know, with the smart cage and stuff. It's interesting, but. The whole matchmaking process doesn't make sense for this because it's a tournament. So you're just you're you're picking the matchups you want, though, right? So like I don't like that. Like I saw someone saying they should draw the names out of a hat or something. Or yeah, I like that much more if they do that. They should do it publicly. They should have a live stream so everyone no. can see this because I don't think it's fair right now, Marcel. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, so I understand. I understand what injuries could happen and someone have to fill in. That's fine, but like in general, though, like I didn't like the matchmaking here, and I thought we both thought Burroughs win, but we're wrong because number one, moving up in weight. Number two, taking on the champion. Number three, fighting a guy with great fucking grappling. And Mercier looked good in this fight, man. I got to give him credit. You know, he did what he had to do. This is just a bad loss for Shane. The good thing is he's bouncing back. He could bounce back in June because he'll fight again very soon. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, I know you're a big fan of Shane. You're, I, I think you guys are, you know, I think you'd say, you know, you're uh, pretty close with the guy. But uh, Yeah, I'm good with him. He didn't look good, uh, though, he didn't. Like he did, Yeah, he so I feel like Aubin Mercier looked good in the first round, even standing, you know. Yeah, yeah and, he did. Yeah, and the second, third round, he really went to the grappling. I mean, he almost in the third round, he he was two and a half, three minutes on Shane's back, and Shane couldn't get him off, was super frustrated. Uh, finally got him off 15 seconds before the end of the round, and he did even the damage after that, the, the, those 15 seconds, because he opened the cut on, on, on Aubin Mercier. Um, yeah, man, tough fight for, for Shane, tough loss. You know, uh, I talked briefly to him after the fight, you know, and uh, yeah, obviously... He's super upset, you know, and he's not he's not particularly upset with 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 Aubert Marche, but how the fight went that he did didn't cut him off him, you know, and that he didn't put anything going earlier, you know. And yeah, he, listen man, you know his mindset, you know. He wants to get the finish in the next fight and he's hoping for Aubert Marche in the in the finals, you know. That's how far he's already thinking and he knows he has to he has to finish in the next fight. So um yeah, we'll see, man. I mean uh, Aubin Marche, Burgos, I would say probably the best two guys in the division, in my opinion. And they you have know? to fight the first round, it doesn't yeah. like in the first fight, it doesn't really make sense, right? But another guy coming from the UFC who lost in the PFL in his debut, man, there are so many, you know. Yeah, and, there's a lot, there's tons, yeah, there's tons. And, and OEM, to be fair, is a former UFC fighter, too, you know. Yeah, true, but that means former UFC fighters, Marcel, to be honest with you, yeah. after this card, the guys were in the UFC. Where, Let's go uh, kick in the comments and we'll go cookie through the PFL card. We won't spend too much time on it. PFL dropped the ball. I agree with this guy. I, I could, or Marcus, I should say, this guy. I agree with what you're saying, Marcus. Um, yeah, I mean, they're spending a lot of money on these guys, too, and, and girls. What's up? Uh, lines on Nickel Gore. 
I mean, Nickel's going to be. I think he'll be a pretty decent favorite, like minus five hundred, maybe a little bit more. It's like minus two thousand, minus three thousand usually. Brewers can knock out Seaway, maybe. Yeah, they could do that fight, but I think they're going to do the Nishikawa guy instead, right, Marcel? When you think the guy that Clay Collard styled on for the most part, that fight. Yeah, you would think, you know, they, they, listen, man, they they invested a lot in Shane Burgos, you know, so they they definitely want to go have have him go in the semifinals, you know. What's just Shane making a fight? Do you have any idea? A lot. He he did. I, I'm not going to ask him. You know, I don't. Obviously, I think that's six, obviously six figures. Obviously. He makes a lot because he he yeah. said like uh, he he is he is set for life after two years in PFL. Yeah, so. I heard him say that too. Like the other thing I'm thinking is, uh, you know, the like Dana White actually came out and said like we actually called Shane or I think Shane made it, like Dana personally called him. Like I don't think he really wanted to lose him, but he just got such a big offer that like. They're like, okay, you 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 should take it. The, they probably told him like you should take the deal. The, like, the thing is, like, um, he the, normally when your uh, your contract is over, you have to wait for two or three months before you can negotiate with other par- party. Yeah, I think Shane uh, reached out to Shelby if he could negotiate with other party earlier, and I think right. they allowed him to. You know, and I don't think Dana knew. It. Yeah, I think Dana didn't know about it. You know, oh, so you didn't know about that. Okay, I, I don't well, think yeah, so. yeah, I do remember Dana said he was pissed at Sean Shelby. Now that I think yeah. about it. Yeah, he's so, like, why did we do this? <laughs> yeah, and uh, and yeah, PFL came up with a better. And actually, Shane got an offer from PFL like two years ago already to get in the tournament. And I know he showed me they even had artwork ready for him if he wanted to go there. And uh, he was still like, I want to be a UFC champion, you know. And this time, his management asked him, Are you a UFC fighter? Or are you a prize fighter? And he's like, Yeah, I'm actually a prize fighter. I have a family as well. Uh, I got two daughters, a third one coming, you know. So. I have to provide, you know. So he, uh, he he went to the PFL and got a much better contract. He's like he also has in his contract that he can be like in the uh, at the desk or the commentary position at a certain time when he wants, you know. So that's yeah, all good, you know. So so for him, it's he, he's pretty much set, you know, and and that's very important for him, you know. Fair enough. All Obviously, right, would be for us as well. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Other comments: Where the damage or control judges would we need them? I don't know. <laughs> Olivia Open Mercy having that GSP connection helps. Yeah, for sure. Actually, I was talking to my friend about this. We're like, what fighters are still from TriStar like in the UFC? Because it used to be like one of the biggest gyms. What OAM and Eamon's a hobby? Is that it? I think, right? Is there anyone else? Oh, no, Arnold Arnold, Arnold. obviously. That's it. That's it though, right? I can't think yeah. of anyone else. You used to have GSP at Rory, you had a bunch of those uh, French Canadian guys. What's that the Joe, Joe Mounier also not from there? Jonathan Mounier? Maybe yeah. Jonathan Goulet was there. I know he was there. Former uh the Road Warrior. The Road Warrior, yeah. Uh is that it? Oh yeah, sorry. The other fights in PFL, I should say. That was the other thing. No, I yeah. I mean, we talked. We were going off quite a bit in this card, mm-hmm. um, but I guess we enjoyed that card more we thought more. So maybe we should raise it to an eight. Just yeah, a couple other fights here. Clay Collard looked great. Dennis Goldsoft destroyed Fred Sanger Ferrer. Why is he fighting a heavyweight? That's fucking stupid. Carl, Carlos Leal, great knockover. David Zawada, Megamet Uvalata, a guy I know you like Marcel. You're hiring him. Knocked out Delano Taylor in the post bang. He sent him a letter, <laughs> gave him a knockout. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Um, I thought I thought I was here for the bad jokes. Dude. I know, right? So stupid. All right, so that was the that was like the prelims, I guess, of the main card. I don't even know what you want to call it. And then they did all the other fights after that. It's fucking yeah. weird the way they did this. Nathan Schultz defeats the Ray look good. Zach Jusela pulled off an upset over Brian Jenkins. Brian Jenkins, very, not very good fighter. No offense to this guy, but no. Again, they call him a human highlight reel. He's good for a knockout here and there, but yeah. Bruno Miranda defeats uh, Ahmed Amir. Don't know a lot about those guys. Uh, um, name is. Nayib Lopez v. Shane Mitchell. Again, don't know a ton about those guys. Ralph Manfield. Marcel got the winner of Alex Martinez. I think we both called him. He was the yeah. underdog. What? Why was he the underdog? Makes no, no sense. No, it makes no sense. That was a bad line. 
Mega Man Magomed Karamov, and probably yeah. the favorite against Ben Eagley, knocks him out, look great. And then Saturday, BC, your boy Marcel, the Denzel, Swedish Denzel Washington, gets the knockout win in the main event. Or I, I don't know if it's the main event. I don't even know what the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> the post <laughs> main event of the post -lums. Um, Why did Ray Cooper not fight this season? Do you have any idea, by the way? No, I don't yeah, know. Because okay. I think Magomed Karamov is the favorite, right? Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. So he's. He good. should be. Should be. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else? Juice Law and Jenkins. Yeah, it was it was a decent fight, but like Jenkins is, man. I was seeing, tweeting in the chat. I mean, again, in the Discord, like, and again, no offense to him, but like he was kind of like a punchy bag, especially in that first round, just kind of standing there eating shots. I guess his his game plan was to like survive and then come back late or something. I mean, I saw a really good game plan. All right, all right, that's it. One fifteen, Marcel. We got to get out of here. So that's yeah. it for this one. We're gonna get to the next podcast right away, guys. We're gonna preview UFC Vegas seventy one. Just want to thank everyone again for joining the show, Marcel. It's always fun to do it with you here. Monday evenings, but yeah, again, guys, just give us a few minutes. Said. I'm going to get the uh, next podcast set up, and we'll talk to you guys in a few. Okay, bye.